Good morning, believers all over the world, and good day, and good day. My name is Daryl Bennett, and you are listening to the first episode of the Daryl Bennett Believers Podcast about my father's business, because I am about my father's business. Let me get straight to it. Today is the launch of this podcast. I'm super excited. I am super excited. I'm super excited. Uh, The intention of this podcast is to begin to talk about my father's business. Uh, Listen to me. The enemy has had more of a stronghold in finances than any other area in believers' lives. I'm convinced of it. I've seen it, I've watched it, I've seen the way people interpret scriptures, I've watched how the enemy has subtly used Bible, yes, Bible, to convince believers and disinherit them from their birthright or to cause them to be unaware of what their birthright is. Now, the the word says that the enemy comes but to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that you might have life and life more abundantly. And I believe that was the mission of Christ and that was the mission of all of us who have Christ in us. I, Daryl Bennett, was sent by God at the commission of the Holy Spirit under the auspices of the Father to earth so that you might have life ah, and have it more abundantly. Let me tell you a little bit about myself. I am um, uh, from Baltimore, Maryland originally. I grew up in the church. I, I, I love, the, you know, the scripture, uh, Psalms, I believe it's in 22, you made me trust on you from my mother's, from my mother's womb. You were my God on my mother's breast. That's been my relationship with God. My mother introduced me to the Lord before I knew how to talk. My mother didn't grow up in the faith. My mother actually, I didn't realize, but I guess my mother got saved. And we'll talk about what that concept of saved means. I have so much I want to share with you. I have have so much I want to share with you. Uh, But my my mother um, describes herself as becoming saved or coming into the awareness of Christ uh, and accepting who he, you know, was in her life. Um, And when she was about like 23, 24, and I was about two at the time, I guess. But my experience has been since my mother's womb, I was in, I knew God. I didn't know a time where I didn't know him. Why am I saying that? Because growing up in the church has been one of the best pieces of my life. Before I ever went to Morehouse College and graduated as valedictorian, yes, I did. I, my at first education was, was at church. Before I ever went to Harvard Law School and graduated there as class marshal, yes, I did that too. My first education was in the church. And so I want, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say that even though I had traveled secular roads and, and conquered them and mastered in the secular worlds and professional worlds and in the marketplace and I started companies, I started my first company as a teenager uh, because I truly believed even as a young age that we were meant to be the head and not the tail. See, when you're introduced to the Lord at an early age, not religion, but the Lord. And I was introduced to religion as well, but I was introduced to the Lord before I was introduced to religion. I really ingested the scriptures in a different way. I believed that I was meant to be great. I believed that I was the head and not the tail. I believed that what was in uh, the, the drop was the same thing that was in the ocean. So if God could speak and it was, why could I not? And so I've been able to achieve great things in my life, not because of me, but because of who's in me, because I recognize that. And so the point of my life has really been to 
to raise people's consciousness to know there's a power within you. There's a presence, not an absence. Now, as I've gotten older and more mature, and as I've been walking in the faith, like with my spiritual fathers, I have two fathers in the faith that have taught me and mentored me and guided me since I was a young child. I mean, one of my fathers in the faith was my pastor at six years old. The other father in the faith was my pastor at 13 years old. And these are both great giant men of God who taught me ways. And as they came in a new understanding, so have I. And so I wanted to use this podcast as an opportunity to share with people from the overflow of what God has given me about how to live. You know, the scripture says that he has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. I don't want to use this podcast to have abstract conversations about theology because that's where we get lost. You talk about the seven rungs of heaven or however many rungs of heaven. And I've watched people, you know, break down the angels and the archangels and the powers and the principalities. I sat there for three hours seminar where this man who you know just was breaking down all of the the angelic orders and all that beyond the fact that we know in part and prophesy in part because what do you really know beyond the pieces that have been revealed but whatever how is that helping you live more powerfully on and i believe that the holy spirit is releasing listen to me here a practical anointing over his people a practical anointing that was always what i prayed for Show me, Lord, how to use your word to get into Ivy League schools, Lord. Show me how to use your word to build my businesses. Show me how to use your word, Lord, to do better on earth. Show me how to use your word, Lord, to help me deal with some of the temptations and the struggles that I have in, in, in my life. You read my book, Come Back Swinging, you know that even though I went through some dark places, I came out better because my relationship with the Lord has always been a practical one. Okay, and so I want this podcast to be practical. I want to teach you biblical lessons on wealth, on work, and on what the word says about what your life should be and how you should be living. You were never meant to toil and labor and sweat and struggle and scrape. You were never meant to do that. You were never meant to do that. At the same time, we have to have a different conversation about what is work because there are some Christians like Paul's Thessalonians who actually think that you're just supposed to sit around and be a prayer warrior and wait for some spiritual thing to come upon you. And I wanna disavow you of that. I wanna divorce you from this fatalist thinking that if it's gonna happen, God's gonna make it happen. And I want you to see that there's a finished work. Yours isn't, his is. So what do you need to do on earth? What did James say? You show me your, your, your faith without works and I'm gonna show you my faith with works, with practical. So what are we gonna talk about? We're gonna talk about how to build your business through biblical principles, how I did it. Yeah, 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 how I did it. I'm gonna show you how I, from, from thinking, built great things. I'm gonna show you how I wrote my first book at 18 years old. I'm gonna show you how I started getting passive income as a teenager. I'm gonna show you how to get into the top schools in America using the word of God. No, you're not gonna, I'm not saying you're gonna beat somebody's door down with the Bible, but when you come to understand who you are, when you come to understand that you were meant to tread in the high places, Daniel was skilled in sciences and maths. And he, I said maths with an S. And he sat with kings. Your gift, that's what my mom taught me. Your gift will bring you before great men and make room for you. Do you believe it? Do you realize that Jesus was always going around saying to people, do you believe it? Do you believe it? Notice I call this the Daryl Bennett Believers Podcast. I didn't call it a Bible podcast. I didn't call it a Christian podcast because as I've become more evolved and enlightened in my understanding, I don't know what the word Christian means as you use it. 
Side note, in law school, we always do what's called the definition of terms, whether it's in a contract, whether it's an agreement. You ever read a contract? That's why I would say this person, that person, here and after client, here and after parties, because they want to define the terms at the start. Because what you say as parties might not be what I say. So we need to define it as a term of art. So rather than getting to this big discussion of who's a Christian and who's not, and who's saved and who's not, because I don't have a heaven to take you to or hell to put you in. That's not what my goal is anyway. I want you to have life and life more abundantly. David said I would have fainted, I would have died if I didn't believe I would see the goodness of God in the land of the living. I want you to see the goodness of God here, not in the streets paved with gold by and by. I want you to have life more abundantly here. I want you to understand that your role is not just to go to heaven, wherever that is, but your role is to bring heaven to earth. Isn't that why Jesus instructed the crowds that the kingdom of heaven is nigh? <laughs> it was always meant to reconcile this world back to God. It was never about an escapism. I want to show you that you have a part to play in the next phase of the unveiling of the sons of God. Did you not know that all of creation is groaning for this moment? All of creation, not all people, only creation is groaning for the unveiling of you to be what you've been called to be. It's that serious. I want you to recognize that the systems of this world will, must, and have to become the systems of our God and his Christ. It will happen. So you don't get tethered in, but the stock market and get concerned. Yeah, I teach investment around the stock market and I teach investment around uh, uh, real estate and I teach investment around secular sources. But I understand at the end of the day that all of that stuff was shaken, is shaken and will continue to be shaken because our God is a consuming fire. And so the only thing that is left is our God, his Christ and the institutions that are advancing the kingdom of heaven. I want you to realize you have a part to play. And I want to teach you. I want to teach you. The Holy Spirit put in my heart a long time ago. I want you to teach my people. Teach. That's why he sent me to Harvard. Yeah, I was sent there. I'm convinced. I'll tell you the story later. That's why he sent me to Morehouse. That's why I was sent as an undercover to learn in the great places. I interned with Senator Kennedy. I've, I've been in the White House. I've interned in the Capitol. I know where the, where the, where the bodies are buried, so to, so to speak, right? I've interned with governments, uh, uh, governmental officials. I've, I've sat with Supreme Court justices. Yes, yes. I count amongst my friends today, today, yes, judges, elected officials, people in high positions of power. Why do I say that? We've been called to be all things to all people so they, they, they win some. Let me say it again, because I got tripped over my words. I got so excited. We've been called to be all things, listen to me, to all people so that we might win some. How well you speak in tongues respectfully ain't going to win nobody over. Paul tells us that. Because to the outside world, they don't know what that is. But your fruit will make a difference. When you start doing things that people didn't think was possible, when I started doing things, people said, how is that possible? I've had things happen in my life, people thought I was done for. And then I come out better. <laughs> Who else you know doing that? When you consistently beat the odds, personally, professionally, in your career, in business, people start to call you and say, what must I do to be, oh, 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 check with me, to be saved. There's that word again, to be saved. 
saved from my own bad habits, saved from this world that's trying to suck me dry, saved from a system of oppression and depression, saved from a cycle of generational strongholds. So I guess the point is, some of us are saved every day. And people say, what must I do to be saved? And I want to show you. This is where I want to end. If you really abide in my word, then you're my disciples. If you really abide, 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 abide. Not, not visit on Sunday. Mm -mm. Abide. That's what I'm going to teach you, how to abide in the word. How to abide. Somebody said to me the other day, were you at church? I am the church. I am the ecclesiastia. See that? <laughs> huh? That's, that's the issue. You went on Sunday and you came home, but you didn't ingest it. And so the rest of your week doesn't look like the power that you patted your feet about and clapped your hands about on Sunday. I want to see you abide in it. No fronting, no capping, no judgment here. But let's put away the spiritual goggles and the spiritual facades that we have to try to convince people we're further along than what we really are. And I want to teach you how to abide. Abide when it bothers other people's religious thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm gonna say some things that's gonna bother your religious thinking if you continue on with me. But I got fruit, <laughs> I got fruit in my personal life, in my professional life, in my business, in my career. I have fruit that's verifiable. You see what I'm saying? You can argue with my thinking, but you can't argue with fruit. You can't argue with results. If you abide in my word, the master says. Yeah, I'm gonna call him the master, sensei. He's many things, but I don't just wanna talk about him as a friend today because I think we lose something in that. That's power in that. Yes, he's a friend, he sits close to a brother, all that, but he's also a master. Jesus came to teach us to master life. Away with this thinking that he was some, you know, uh, spiritual vagabond going around just talking good things. Jesus mastered life. Don't you want to master life? If you abide, he said in my word, then you'll truly be my discipline. Excuse me, my disciples. I said it wrong, but I really said it right. Then and only then will you know the truth. And then shall the truth set you free. And I want to offer you something. I want to offer you something. There are those who know the truth, but the truth has never set them free. I had a pastor that once taught me the parts of the Bible you really believe is what you're living and experiencing. <laughs> yeah. I don't want you to just know that God made you rich. I want you to experience it like me. <laughs> I want you to experience the freedom of time. I'm taping this now at 930 because I have the freedom of time. I own my own company. <laughs> You know, the way with this thinking of grow up, get a good job. I own the whole company. I don't have a good job. I give people good jobs. I want to, I want to, I want to teach you how to just not know the truth, but to experience the truth as I am learning to walk, to experience the truth. Cause I knew it for a long time, but I wasn't experiencing it. I'm being honest here. 
could quote it with the best of them, knew the scriptures like the best of them, but was not experiencing it. And what I had to do was step away from what I thought I knew so I could come into a higher understanding because I knew in part and I prophesied in part. But as I asked God to take me from glory to glory, it took me to another level. I think I'll leave there. This is a podcast that's going to change your life. Now I have other podcasts. I have the Daryl Bennett Experience, 1% of your day. That's where I do 14.4 minute bite-sized episodes on all types of things, business, uh, professionalism, personal, spiritual, life, politics, government, law, all types of things, advocacy, social justice, have all types of guests on. And then there's Uncompromised Tastemakers, where me and my business partner are doing some amazing things in VR and the metaverse, as well as helping people get a larger piece of the pie. What does that mean? We're helping people get more levels of compensation in their businesses, in their companies. Personally, if you have an offer letter, you need to come talk to us. We're helping people. We help one people just one person, just a quick plug. She had a hundred and twenty thousand dollar uh, offer letter, one conversation with us. She went back, uh, did some things, got another offer for $165,000. Because again, I believe that we, we, we were meant to be prosperous. But this third podcast, this right here is where I can let it all out. I don't have to give veiled references to Christ. I don't have to talk around things. I can talk from the overflow of who I really am because there is nothing that has blessed my heart more than the good news of the Christ. Nothing. Nothing. Everything I am is because of him. And I'm excited to be able to share this with you. And that I lived to see this day. My name is Daryl Bennett. And I want to welcome you to a new way of thinking. To a new way of living. But more importantly, to a new way of being. I want to welcome you to the Daryl Bennett Believers Podcast. Because I am about my father's business. Thank you. Love you. And until next time, take care of yourself.